in Vino Veritas. Mm. I also think in Golden Bachelor Veritas. <laughs> okay. How do you say that in Latin? <laughs> Dear Shandy. Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Golden Bachelor recap listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? Doing okay. Doing okay. I've got to point out, normally I don't address your socks, but your socks are on fire today. Are they? <laughs> You're like, what? These these old things? Yeah. I didn't even Just notice. a couple of fish having a nice day. <laughs> eating. Look, see? He's eating. Can you see that? <laughs> Are you ready to get recapping Golden yeah. Bachelor episode four? 100%. Yeah. I got to say, this show continues to be a highlight. Yeah. Delivers. It delivers. And I just, I just, I just love everyone on it. Even yeah. the people, like even the, you know, quote unquote villain. I like Every, her too. Everybody's great. It's truly the golden bachelor in both metal quality and age. Wait, I should have said age, then metal quality. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sort of defeats the purpose of that you point. Meant. Okay, so we open with Teresa showing Faith her boxing moves. Yeah, I, I mean, I like it. I mean, I do that. That's how I work out. Yeah. Yes. How you prepare for recordings. Yeah. Andy's often seen shadow boxing around the area. Yeah. Pre-recording. Gets you pumped up. And she's recapping now having cried out her eyes over the Kathy stuff. Mm. And in her ITM, she says she wants Kathy to be happy and knows that she and Kathy have a great relationship. This is where you get a problem here. When an empath meets an alpha. Ah. It's never good because the empath is constantly trying to make amends and to smooth things over and to make sure everything's okay. Mm -hmm. And the alpha is just trying to dominate. No, it's a great point. You can tell that this haunted her quite a bit, actually. Yeah. Trista Sutter arrives to basically tell everyone to be themselves. <laughs> it's pretty trite, but you know, Trista Sutter, she's iconic. Yeah, she's iconic. And a lot of the ladies seem to know who she is. Teresa says she totally gets it. Trista Sutter. She got the first date and then they did this and that. Ooh. This was, I have this to say, slip. this was the first time Teresa did a thing that yeah. I could picture being annoying. Yeah. You know what? This is the thing I'll say. Teresa clearly has this thing. Kathy has probably a point. Yes. Oh, 100%. But it's one of those things you just, in this environment, you just ignore it. Yeah. You just don't let it bother you. You say like, I'm here for, for Terry. Sorry. <laughs> for Terry. Okay. It wasn't can I, even close. Can, I, can, we, can we be honest here? Yeah. Does he not look like a Terry? He does look like he a Terry. He looks like a Terry. Yeah. Gary looks Way like Terry. Way more like than a Gary. I would agree with that. Yeah, he, he doesn't look like anything a like a Gary. <laughs> or any of the Gary derivatives. Gary, Jerry, or Gary. Oh, okay. Well, so Teresa says that she totally gets it. She kind of makes it about her. From what we can gather, it was sort of hard to tell context-wise whether... Trista Sutter had been just saying to be yourself and then Teresa made it about her date. Like it just didn't really make sense from oh, a context standpoint. Sure. Yeah. But uh, nonetheless, of course, Kathy is quick to pounce on this in her ITM. She says that Teresa doesn't know when to turn it off. Trista leaves the date card behind. And Andy, you said, what do you think? 20K? <laughs> and hilariously, I thought you meant 20K might be in the envelope. But really what you meant was to, you think Trista Sutter got paid 20,000. That's 20K job. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth her while. Yeah, absolutely. And it keeps her relevant. It's a great Not job. Just a Sutter ever has to worry about relevance because she is timeless. Okay, and now we get our group date going on the state are Ellen, Sandra. Sandra. Susan. Yeah, we, were, we, were, we were scolded in the comments. We were pronouncing it Sandra. Oh, I mean, 
I, mean, I don't feel that bad about that. I mean, spelled S-A-N-D-R-A. Some people still think I'm named Shandy, so, <laughs> you know, get over it. But okay, Sandra, Susan, Nancy, April, Teresa, Kathy, and Faith, meaning Leslie will be getting the one-on-one date. All right. Okay. The date card reads, let's play pickleball. And everyone rejoices. Yeah. They meet Gary on the pickleball court. He suddenly looks very at home hosting a group date. Oh, yeah. It didn't take long. No, he's got he's got his feet under him. He's got his he's got his sea legs. Gary says pickleball is a huge part of his life, and he, that in his life he will be playing, and so therefore whoever he picks will be playing pickleball with him. Oh yeah, whether they like it or not, it's not optional. Yeah. He welcomes a professional in to show them the ropes, and in comes Joey. Aww. Joey from Charity Season. Yeah. Oh, I know Joey. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're talking to me or them? I just in case anyone yeah, yeah. for some reason listens to the recaps only, in which case, what are you doing? You should be watching yeah. this show yeah. as well, just saying. Yeah. And as Susan struggles to play to the tune mm. of the Blue Danube waltz, Andy, you said, I'm getting pretty damn good at pickleball. You made this about you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm a natural. Really? Yeah, I like I, I'm not good at I'm not good at a lot of sports. That's but, not true. Andy's extremely athletic. I, mean, I extremely beg to is differ. pushing it. I, I I can pick things up pretty quick. You are a natural athlete. You're just not invested. I never get great though. I always get just good enough to be like, yeah, I'm okay. okay. That's right. I get to okay very fast. Okay. No one gets to okay faster than me in sports. Okay. But I I'm telling you, pickleball. I'm good. I'm good at pickleball. What is it closer to being like tennis or ping pong? Ping pong. Oh, that's why you're so because good. I'm not good at tennis. Yeah, but you are I'm terrible at tennis. Andy's very good at ping pong. Excellent though. at ping pong. Like ping te- pong's my best sport. I beat you once though. How did you do that? I think there was some wind in your favor. <laughs> I'm pretty. No, good. you're an amazing. Ping I'm pong. decent at. Ping you pong. are amazing at ping pong. I grew up with a ping pong table in our basement. We I could play. tell that ping pong was something that happened early in your life. So. What was our point? Oh, yeah. Well, part of our recap really is you making the women, the 70 year old women struggling at pickleball. You made it about you being really good at pickleball. Yeah, basically, I could kick all their asses at pickleball. (laughs) Susan wonders why it's called pickleball. She says, I don't see the pickle. Do you know the answer? I have no idea. Did not Google it. And I bet you the answer is weird. Like it has nothing to do with pickles or ball. We'll let the Shandies tell us. Mm. Sandra says she's happy to be there, albeit with other women. I just had to point out the use of albeit. Yeah, albeit is great. It's a great word. It's a great connector. I have an embarrassing confession to make. Until I was around 20 years old, because this was not a word thrown around. Oh, you thought it was albeid? I thought it was albeid. I'll bite. Beat. I thought it was I'll bite. Yeah, I've, there's so many words that are like that. You know what? The m- m- one of my most embarrassing moments, and I still remember it. You know how you have like a few things in your life, like like you go back to like what your first memory, maybe at like three years old or something, okay. and then you go to present. There's like seven or eight things you're like, I remember that. Yes. It's just stick. You don't even know. Sometimes you're like, why do I remember that? That's not, that's, and then you're like, oh, I know why. There was meaning there. Okay. My in college, I wrote a, a paper. And I, I thought it was a very good paper. Like it was one of my better papers. Okay. And I said, for all intensive purposes. Ooh, you never make that mistake twice. Yeah. And the and the professor, she made a little, little carrot, you know, uh-huh. in the words. She said, I think you meant for all intents and purposes. Oh, she spared you. And I realized that she knew that I was one of those people <laughs> who never realized what that was. Oh. And, and she was saying it nicely 
And I, and I felt very bad. What a contrast between that teacher and the third grade teacher who washed your mouth out with ivory soap. <laughs> Good callback. I still can taste that. April takes a tumble and gets some one-on-one time with Gary from this. And there's a hilarious ITM where she says that she's fine. And she winks at the camera. Mm. She's a hoot. I kind of wish that April, uh, there had been more April. I think she must be too performative for him or something. Too performative. Yeah. Like, I feel like April never turns it off. You know what? April is a player to the grave. A player to the grave. I mean, after reading that article about the... Frankie Valley. Thank you. Mm. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. You feel like heaven to touch. I want to hold, hold you so, so much. much. At last, true love has arrived. And, and I, I thank God, God I'm alive. You're, You're just too good to be true. Can't, can't take, take my eyes off of you. you. Well, that was nice. <laughs> What's it? Everyone's like, shut up, get back to <laughs> It's like, that's it. <laughs> Views on YouTube after this time, zero. Trista announces, oh, she's also hosting this date. <laughs> she announces the first ever Golden Bachelor Pickleball Championship. And the winning team will be featured with Gary and Pickleball Magazine. I no, this no, is wait a super minute. cute. This is the thing. I don't understand. Like, isn't it a bigger deal to be playing pickleball on ABC than to be featured somewhere in in Pickleball magazine? What's it called? In Pickleball? I it, think it's called In Pickleball and you're in In Pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought this was a cute prize. It's a, it's a nice prize, but I'm just saying it's, it's sort of a downgrade from what they're doing. It's a, it's a meta downgrade. Well, the ladies emerge in matching outfits. I can't even describe how cute they are. In their matching outfits oh, yeah, and how they shimmy out. Oh yeah, it's great. This show is so feel good. I never want the novelty of the feel good factor of the show to wear off, and I can feel it slightly yeah. just because you get used to it. But I don't want that to happen. These women are just so full of life, and they're telling a story about a chapter in life that doesn't get told. Like women in their seventies are usually their the purpose they serve in society is basically to be a doting grandmother. You know, it's just so cool to see women putting on cute little tennis dresses and strutting mm. out to play pickleball to maybe win a spread in a magazine. It's honestly one of the most unique shows ever I've seen on television. Yeah. Kudos again to the powers that be. So the teams are the purple picklets, the pinky dinkies, the picklicious paddles and the bitchin' kitchens. <laughs> and we have to talk about Sandra's playing. Sandra's oh, not human. How is she 75 years old? I have no idea what's going on there. Like, what is she taking? What vampire things is she doing at she night? She made a deal with the devil. She's going she's gonna to pay for that one day. <laughs> <laughs> you always got to go dark, Andy. The Pickalicious Paddles and Bitchin' Kitchens make it to the final. So that's Ellen and Kathy versus Sandra and Nancy. And Ellen and Kathy win. I yeah, think well, Ellen, Ellen, you know Ellen. what? This is one of the rare times where a gloating... Came out on top. Oh, did she gloat? She's been gloating about pickleball since the first episode. <laughs> she plays four times a week, she says. Yeah, she's a good pickleball player. Yeah. And, and, that, and I'll tell you something. She's only 50% of the team. So she carried it. I mean, that's, that's you know, she's got to play. She probably played with a couple of partners who weren't that good. I don't know. It seemed like Kathy was holding her own too, though. Everyone was great. They yeah, everyone, both- was, everyone was way better at pickleball than you would have expected. Yes, even the people who weren't good. At I, I would venture to say that I think if they played the regular Bachelor cast of Pickleball, I mean, in Pickleball, 
in Pickleball Magazine. The regular Bachelor? The, okay, let me let me let me. I re- think you mean the. Abnormal? I'm going to rephrase the abnormal cast. Yes. If they played, I think they would beat them. Okay, so both Ellen and Kathy take turns kissing him here. It's a little weird, but little weird. everyone's sort it's of fine. Okay with it. And in the afternoon now, I think it's so cute how these cocktail parties are generally held in the afternoon. Have you noticed that? Yeah, you know, they get they get nappy at night. <laughs> nappy. Yeah. Andy, you were into Jerry. Sorry, Gary's white V-neck under his blazer. I was I was into the fact that he was representing. I wasn't happy about how shallow it was. Yes, yeah, so you felt the V was too shallow. Yeah, he could have gone a little deeper. Sandra has one on one time. Gary says he heard she has a daughter getting married that day. Amazing. And she's <laughs> amazing. I mean, just she skipped through her her daughter's wedding for this. I'm, I mean, I'm impressed. She says her daughter said, "Mom, I've got my guy. Go get yours. I thought that this was quite beautiful, actually. I can see people judging this, but it's like, I think it's way more momentous to meet the person. Like the daughter was like, I've got my guy. It's okay. But- can I tell you something? If my mother was on The Golden Bachelor, uh-huh. I could be being held captive. Yeah. And they're like, all we need is your mother to get on the phone and we'll let you go. Otherwise you're dead. I'd still let her stay on the show. Oh, I 100%. I would die for it. Yeah. My mother in this situation, I'd be like, no, you're staying on this Nothing show. in the this world. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. You'll see videos of yeah. the wedding. Like you've met him a hundred times. Like I just, I don't know. Maybe we see this differently, but maybe this is one of the reasons why Sandra looks so young. Yeah. Is that she's got, she's got an understanding daughter. Yeah. A daughter who's like, mom, yeah, go do your do thing. Do your thing. Gary suggests that they FaceTime her and they struggle a bit with with what to tap. This is, this is low, <laughs> low hanging fruit. It uh, reminded me of that oh. Family Guy oh, yeah. sketch <laughs> that we love so much. Your nephew Herbert's on the Skype. A snipe? What's a snipe? <laughs> My nephew's in the pictures? <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Look it up. It's really good. Okay. Sandra is very touched by Gary's idea to call, even though I'm not sure it was his idea. He still mm. gets the credit for it. And she says that Gary is something different. Yes. Teresa asks to speak with Kathy now and over glasses of champagne. They chat on the pickleball courts. Yeah, chatty Kathy. And Kathy says, please don't tell me about what's going on. It makes me anxious. I think that she's owning something here. It makes mm. me anxious. Yeah. She has anxiety about people having a good time with men that she wants to have sex with. <laughs> it's very specific. <laughs> she recaps what Teresa said at the rose ceremony about the bedroom, basically recaps everything that Teresa said wrong. And Teresa, for her part, is in no way retaliating. She's never. like, I never meant it maliciously. Like, I'm so sorry. I, I hurt you. I blah, blah, blah. And this is what gets me about Kathy is that she just steamrolls her every time as though she's, it feels like Kathy is used to being met with retaliation. Yeah. That's how it feels to me. Like she's used to fighting with someone who is disagreeing with her. She's a warrior. She thrives yes. in battle and everything when you, when all you're doing is carrying a battle ax, everything looks like a head. <laughs> To be chopped off. <laughs> so I was going to make the hammer nail. It didn't, it didn't work out. Yeah, but the, okay. Your point means everything looks like a nail. If you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail. That's my point. <laughs> it feels like she, in her life, and she kind of alludes to this later when she's talking to Gary about mm. how she has her life experience that makes her feel a certain way or whatever. We never really got to know Kathy well enough to know why she is the way she is. But it feels as though she has fought many a battle oh, with yeah. people who she's got scars yeah yeah she's like those that she's like the white whale scars all over the place oh 
White whales. Moby Dick, yeah, Moby Dick. He had scars everywhere, but he had he had battled so many whalers and beat them all. Have you read Moby Dick more than once? I read it once, and then I went back and reread the chapter on the whale penis. So yeah, Teresa just keeps apologizing, saying she never meant it maliciously. And Kathy says, let me tell you something. Gary and I had a private date last night and he's going to send you home. And she pauses. This said chills down my spine. I was like, why didn't we see that? (laughs) She said it so intensely and like so convincingly that, and gave it a pause here. Like she let it sink in and Teresa's just like stunned. And then she said, if that were true, would you want to hear that? What a weird thing to say. Yeah, I mean, what is she thinking? Also, here? that that is in no way a direct comparison to what Teresa's been doing. Teresa, mm. what Teresa's been saying has not been about Kathy and her lack of success with Gary. Yeah. I feel like Kathy's got some insecurities in the romance department specifically, it would yeah. seem. It was such a weird thing to say because she was insinuating that every time Teresa talks about her date, she's saying that Kathy is therefore going to go home. But that's Kathy projecting her own insecurities onto the situation. And it was just a jarring, aggressive example to give. This was poorly played. And Teresa says, you know, all she wants is the best for Gary and for for him to end up with whoever's best for him. And Kathy steamrolls this. And she's like, can I give you some advice? Zip it. I think it's possible this was edited to seem worse. Uh. I just think it's possible. Okay, so now Faith has one-on-one time. Faith, uh, she says these things that kind of irk me. She says, everyone else was running up and kissing you. Did you realize I held back? Yeah, look at me. Look how great I am compared to everyone else. She does this thing where I think she's insecure. And then just like before, she's like, everyone here is so glamorous. They love to shop. I, meanwhile, just love riding horses (laughs) and rolling in mud. Like it's the humble bragging. shower for a couple months. (laughs) (laughs) I just felt this was a little humble braggy again. She is going out of her way to be like, look how different I am from everyone else. Everyone else did this. You notice that I did this. I just think show don't tell. Yeah. She's probably always been that way. You think? Yeah, she's always been that way. It's just she can't shake it. She always likes to make sure people know what she's doing differently than the rest. I actually think that it's more likely that this environment makes her really insecure. And because she felt singled out for being dif- different on night one with the first impression rose, and then she hasn't had that in a while, that sort of validation. She's like, remember how I'm different? Look at how I'm different. Yeah. But I do also think like in, in, in Vino Veritas, mm. I also think in Golden Bachelor Veritas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how do you say that in Latin? <laughs> Teresa now has her one-on-one, and going into this, we get a voiceover of Gary saying he can't see things getting any better than this date so far. Andy, you said, uh-oh. Mm. But even this, everything on this show is better. It is. Like, even this whole build and release of Gary confronting Kathy and everything was not as annoying. No. because was everyone, quick, too. Yeah. It's quick. Well, that's one of the joys of a one-hour episode, yeah. I guess, is that this stuff is also shorter. Teresa thanks him for comforting her in the bedroom and describes what's been happening with Kathy. And she says she thought everyone would go on the show. And she even says she's like, maybe I'm, you know, I, I thought we would all go on the show and just all go on dates and like tell each other what's, what's going on. Yeah, that's reasonable. It's fun. It's like a big sleepover yeah. where you're all screwing the same guy. <laughs> and she reveals an interesting tidbit here. She says that Kathy had been saying to Teresa, you're the one, you're the one. Mm -hmm. 
I think this is true. See, that's the thing. You can't do both. No, I find that very interesting. Kathy's saying you're the one, you're the one. What she's implying is that she doesn't think it's herself and that she's invested in her friend Teresa's love story. I think that that's a very important piece of information. Gary confronts Kathy now. She defends herself, as you would expect. She says it feels hurtful to hear about other people's connections. And Gary confronts her about the term zip it, though. And Kathy defends herself, bringing up the bedroom thing. Mm. And Gary, I got to say, he doesn't let her off the hook. No. And, you know, the thing is, I think Kathy, while she was explaining it, even realized. She's like, oh, this doesn't sound that good. No, it didn't. He said, but Kathy, I also came to you specifically and comforted you, even to the extent of giving you a special rose. Mm, you got her. The disciplinarian is being disciplined. Yeah. Gary says he's seeing a rift here that he's not happy about, and he does it in his Gary way. He's like, I've got to tell you, Kathy, I'm seeing a rift here that I'm just not happy about. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was the most stern talking to you'll ever get from Gary. <laughs> Kathy says she's not a villain here. She's a person of a certain age who has hurts and feelings. I would have loved to have heard what came after that in this conversation, but they cut it short. And Kathy in her ITM says the word friction. But in general, Andy, we were struck, shook, in fact, that there were no dramas throughout all this. Unbelievable. Isn't that amazing? Amazing. Gary used the word rift. Kathy used the word friction. No yeah. drama. That goes to show that it might be generational. Yeah, that's not their word. No, we have better, more specific, yeah. higher brow words to use to serve that purpose. <laughs> Gary gives the group date rose to Sandra and everyone cheers, which is so sweet. Yeah, everyone loves Sandra. How yeah. can you not like Sandra? I want to find the person who doesn't like Sandra. Nuts. And in her ITM, she holds the rose and she says, I'm smiling. Oh, she Sandra. sings. I, I want to th- know Sandra's story. That's what I'm missing from this season. I don't want to have gripes because, you know, I, I just love this show. But my really my gripe is that there's not enough of it. They don't it. have time. Yeah. They've got a measly hour. I mm. really feel that this cast, the things that I want to know about, I even wanted to know why Kathy is the way she is. And it was touched on and then moved on from. And I would have liked to know. She says she's a person of a certain age I, with hurts. As I, was I like, said, I, let's think, hear about I that. think from the beginning, this whole show was an afterthought. They were like, oh, let's do this. It'll be funny to fill some space. During the strike. I feel like this must be so, it's like such a learning experience for them. Yeah. To think that this was an afterthought. Like, I wonder if the powers that be are like, wow, this was a hit. It's a myth. <laughs> what? I don't even know what to do about that. Okay. It's like, it's like a lot of things like, like penicillin. <laughs> Golden Bachelor is like penicillin. It's exactly like penicillin. <laughs> okay. So Leslie has her one-on-one now. They go ATVing. And he says, I'll lead. And he goes super fast and she's sort of a little behind. And then there's a real chivalrous moment because he is concerned. He notices that she's trailing. He pulls over and he's like, you lead. I'll follow you. And then they go at a pace that she's comfortable with. I, I said that's very gentlemanly. Yeah, you did. My point in mentioning all this, Andy, was to, like, I think you have your moments of chivalry, but this is not a department you would be chivalrous Oh, no, in. I would be tearing it up. I would. You'd be like a dot in the back. Ugh, I, I wish you were a little more gentleman. Although recently, I've been much better about this. When we city bike, I always look back. I'm always looking back. For our listeners, I'm rolling my eyes right now. Hmm. We will go biking or here we'll go scootering. We scooter a lot here in Seattle. And if Andy's in front, the only reason you'll hang back to check on me is if you don't know which way we're going and you need me to navigate. Otherwise, you are just gone. Like, I can't even see you. (laughs) 
<laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny this. You could take a page out of Gary's book. I, I, this, I will not argue. How many? <laughs> I feel like that's Gary's purpose is like causing marital oh fights my God, around there the is, <laughs> There have been so many slaps on the couch. Like, see? <laughs> See? Be like him. Okay, back at the mansion, the ladies are playing Never Have I Ever with ice cream. This is delightful. Delightful. Basically, if you have ever, you have to eat a spoonful of ice cream. And I think even, even the fact that it's ice cream, like it's not shots. Yeah, it's kind of like, so what's the downside? I know. Except for Sandra. One is kissed another woman's husband. And April's like... Oh, April's Had down. sex in the workplace. A lot of people have done that. Yeah, April's like, hold my beer. Come on. Had sex in the back of a car. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's... And been with a woman sexually. And then Susan's like, bleep, and has to eat ice cream. It's hysterical. <laughs> this is great. This is great. Man. Okay, Gary and Leslie chat now. She says that he's funny, sensitive, kind. She wants a true partnership, and that is something she has never had. She says here that she doesn't have the best picker. Hmm. And I really loved this conversation. I find it really refreshing when someone can admit that, because I actually do think this is a thing. I think some people do not have good pickers for yeah. themselves. Peter picked a pack of piping hot pickles, pickled peppers, P pickled peppers, pickled peppers. Peter, Peter Piper, Piper picked, picked a, a pack, pack of pickled, pickled peppers. peppers. Peter it's Piper. Not that hard. <laughs> Do it again. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. Peter Piper wow. picked a pack of pickled okay, okay, peppers. Wow. Okay. Leslie has been divorced twice and was a single mother. And he asks how long she's been by herself. And she says 22 years. She's dated here and there, but mostly she's been alone. I don't know. I know, you know I, I, have, I, have, I have a beef with this. Oh. I, and I'm not, it's like some big woman empowerment thing or this is more of a human empowerment thing. Okay. It's okay to, to be single for 22 years. And she probably dated guys here and there. It's mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. I don't know why it seems like she's like lost. Like she's like, she's like a damsel in distress. Like she's, she's flailing in the breeze without a man. I actually think she probably had a very fulfilling 22 years that a lot of which she wouldn't trade for anything. Oh, Andy, look at you. Yeah. I mean, I think you're right, obviously, but I do think that if you, first of all, I think divorce, you know, so many people get divorced. It's yeah. like, I just, I don't, when people are like, oh, you've been divorced twice. But what I actually admire how she's able to be like, you know, I, I'm, I'm divorced twice. I, this, all these things haven't worked out. There's a taking of responsibility for what she's contributed. And in this case, the picking of the person in the first place and not necessarily her ability to work on a relationship right. from there on out. I just think it's a refreshing conversation. Absolutely. Which it takes experience, time and experience to have the retrospect to be able to reflect in this way. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I just really loved this. And I think that there are a lot of people, especially women who can relate to this. Absolutely. But I, I agree. I yeah. mean, I, a people empowerment moment, Andy. Yeah, no, just, she may, may have had some really memorable times in yeah, those 22 no, years. It sounds like she's doing just fine and has a very yeah. full life. Gary says he loves the way she looks at him. He says, it's just one of those things I need to see from someone I'm getting close with. It's like the rest of the world isn't there. They get in the hot tub. He gives her the rose. They make out. Yeah. So, Andy, I got, I mean, Leslie. You haven't thought Leslie was yeah. a real contender for yeah, quite some time. She was Gary's type, but now I saw something. Did I you? saw something that was very revealing to me. What was it? Gary is sporting quite a tattoo on his <laughs> right arm. Yeah, he had a big lion. I mean, if if someone asked me, does Gary have any tattoos? Gun to my head, confidently, I say no. 
and entered the afterlife. So you think Gary is... I think Gary was a hippie. I think there are photos you can dig up in the 60s, long hair, free love, dropping acid. I feel like this point was driven home when he gives Susan a crystal. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. The tattoo and the crystal. I'm like, Gar- Gary's, he wasn't working in a cubicle his whole life. It's the cocktail party now. And it seems everyone's in rough shape. Sandra's in bed with a stomach thing. I mean, she's, she's lactose intolerant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she went down. She 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 gave her life for that game. For never she knew have it. I ever. Yeah. Nancy has a stress fracture from pickleball. I mean, I'm surprised everyone did. I actually have, like, when I play pickleball, the one thing I will say is I'm like, I may be a little too old to be playing pickleball. I can handle the the the, the exertion of pickleball, yeah. no problem. But the thing is, one bad cut, yeah, one is it bad worth twist. it? One bad, like you, you know, you make a hard cut, yeah. to get a ball, you die for about one mistake, uh-huh. and you may be regretting that for the rest of your life. And when people say, "Why do you walk with a limp?" You're just like, "Oh, pickleball." You're very Andy today. Yeah, I mean, I just, I had these thoughts while I was playing pickleball. I usually stop after I've won a few games in a row, which is usually what happens. Mm -hmm. Just just saying, usually, you know, after a few games, I'm just like, that's enough, fellas. I'm going to take a break. I'll quit while I'm ahead. Gary arrives now and immediately pulls Susan. He gifts her a huge piece of rose quartz. And he says it represents empathy Mm. and strength, which are qualities that she has and that remind him of Tony. And she is moved to tears. Yeah, sweet moment by this, and they make out. And I mean, I gotta say, I'm put in my in my place because I did not think that Susan. No, Susan is a dark horse. Yeah, I still don't know if I see. I don't see it. I think this was more of a, a gift of. He likes. Her. I really like you. I think you're awesome. Good pals. Good pals. Strong pals. Kissing just, pals. <laughs> Kissing pals. It's just, it was so sweet. You know, we've seen Susan as this, you know, she's a comic relief character this season. But in this moment, like you could just see that there was so much more to her and to be seen for that, even if it wasn't going to end up being the two of them, to be seen for something more than just her comedic timing or whatever for like her... Her strength and she got, her, her I mean, character. She got beautiful. the full edit. I'll tell you, she's going to come out of this smiling like roses. Susan, you know, I mean, she's a star. Yeah. Kathy is shown spying on them. And later on, she asks about the crystal. <laughs> Generally, she's spiling. She's, she's getting like, insecure. what's this fucking crystal? <laughs> this piece of shit Take crystal. Take a crystal and shove it up your ass. <laughs> I just have to say, is Kathy not asking Susan to share something that Teresa might have shared? Yeah, I think Kathy is is she's she's not she's lost. This she doesn't know what she wants. She's just she's says she's antagonistic. I would love to know her story. She's a more. fighter. She she's a warrior. A she's got her battle axe. She's ready to lop heads. Do you lop heads or you lop them off? You just you lop them off. You, you don't lop them. them. Ellen has one on one time now in her ITM going into it. She says it's hard getting older and it's hard getting older and falling in love. And she says that she has to let him know how she's feeling. She has to take that leap of faith. And she tells him he brought out a spark in her. She didn't realize she needed. And she's happy yet apprehensive. Great word. And has to take that leap of faith. She tells him she's falling in love with him. And Gary in his ITM weeps. He says that he's in the same place as her. He doesn't use the word love, but he's like, I'm right there with you. And in, in his ITM, he weeps saying that those words brought him back to the last time he heard those words mm. from his late wife. This is a really, really beautiful moment. It reminds you of the Sinatra song, Second Time Around. Oh, how does that go, Andy? Love is lovelier <laughs> the second time around. Oh, 
just as wonderful with both feet on the ground. Oh, Andy. <laughs> that was so beautiful. Yeah, I'm not sure who that was. It wasn't it wasn't Frank Sinatra or Dean Martin. Oh, it was beautiful. It was like if they had a kid who really wanted to sing, but he was terrible. <laughs> that was beautiful. What oh. nice lyrics. But anyway, that's what I thought about. Just as wonderful with both feet on the ground. Yeah. That is so perfect. Yeah. Oh, that suits this whole season. Yeah. Honestly, this whole thing was so moving that even though I would normally on the abnormal bachelor make fun of someone for saying the L word as early as episode yeah. four, I feel differently in this setting. Oh, I yeah. mean, I think it, it does feel very rushed. I just feel like Ellen knows her way around better than oh, yeah. some 24 year old who's probably been convinced in an ITM room that they you are think. falling in love. You think? Yeah. <laughs> I think she probably has a better idea. And it was well received. You know, Gary wasn't like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, he was he was moved to tears by the conversation. I don't know. I just it feels the whole thing to me just feels fast in a way that I wish it were less. Yeah, but they don't have that much time. I know. It, I feel it. I just feel like the only people who are going to really suffer from that are the contestants and Gary himself. Sure. <laughs> okay. You're trying you try to take the steam away from my number one choice, night one? <laughs> no, never, never. You're doing very well in terms of your predictions. Mm. Nancy has one on one time now. This is very striking. What this, happens This here? is a little disappointing. She, oh, you think so? I was, I was in my top four. Oh, well, she says he's more passionate with other people. She thinks maybe he's narrowed it down and she's not in that group. She's so matter of fact about this. And he says, I'm not going to dispute that. You know what I think? First of all, bravo, Gary. Bravo. And her for addressing it, both of them. I think that Nancy, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I think Nancy wasn't that into Gary. I think she wasn't into it. And Gary knew that. And it was a very adult thing. She's like, look, I'm not really feeling this. You could tell yeah. You, you're, you're an adult. We're adults. Yeah. And he's like, I get it. This was such Have a nice life. an I adult love you. conversation. He didn't insult her intelligence no. by pretending that he is more interested than he is and stringing her along or anything like that. They had a lovely moment on that group date, the photography group date. What are you looking at? I was just thinking of a horrible thought. Sorry, I was looking through you for a second. I know, I saw I, was, I yeah. saw your eyes going somewhere else. What were you thinking about? Well, I've been thinking a lot recently about like all the like apparatus we have in the world, like security apparatus, military, government, infrastructure, building bridges, you know, technology, everything that keeps the world working. Uh-huh. And I just keep thinking, sometimes I look at, at the folks, you know, the younger folks, and I'm just not, I'm not sure that that can keep going well. Oh. And then I think, in addition to that, what if the Golden Bachelor goes for like another, like 30 seasons? Uh-huh. Like if like 30 years from now, we're still doing Golden Bachelor, but it's, it's this generation. Do you think they're going to be talking to each other like as, as older people? Like, like literally, I like just don't, I don't know, literally, I'm just like. Oh, that is Scott. You are so Andy today. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a certain flavor. It's just very potent today. But what, it's but, like smokiness. Sometimes you're like, oh, smokiness. I'm in the mood for that. And other times you're like, yeah. oh, unexpected, but I'll, I'll take it. That's what it is today oh, is for it me. too much? No, I think it's an interesting thought. And I, I would like to think that life experience makes people different by the time they get older so that they're not the same person. That's what I think too. I have high hopes, I think. You know, you said yourself Gary was 
you feel he was like a hippie at one point. Yeah, but he was a 60s hippie. He wasn't like a Lollapalooza 90s hippie. <laughs> Those don't count. I mean, this is so adult. Nancy, adult, adult? Adult. 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 I think. Which one is it? I think if you're going to say it the way you said it, it's adult. Oh, so I was right. If you're going to say you are an adult, it's the emphasis on adult. And if you're going to say it's very adult, uh-huh. I think you put the emphasis on ad. Okay. Like you're using it as an adjective or as a noun. I think adjective, it's adult. Noun, okay. it's adult. I'm just going to, I'm just going to lay claim to that. Okay. <laughs> no basis whatsoever. Well, Nancy says she understands. She wishes Gary all the best. They hug it out. It's super civilized. Lots of tears. As Nancy says her farewells, she was definitely beloved by the ladies. I mean, I can't imagine that ending any better, honestly. No, we get a roast ceremony now. Going home are April and Kathy. Yeah. And Gary walks Kathy out and says he hopes she finds her guy and her true love. She wishes it back at him. It ends amicably. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, I think it was going to happen at, I, at yeah, some point. Yeah, of course. And I like that Kathy went out without bitterness. She went out with, Same. you know, she, she had a stiff upper lip, made a little joke. Totally classy. I even liked her joke in the limo right out. She's like, I might burn down the place on my way out. Yeah. But even that, like she did it with a twinkle in her eye. Yeah. And it almost makes me feel like it's possible that Kathy was just trying to be the villain. Like she was just playing a role. I think it's super possible. Yeah. Good for her. She did it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now that brings us to the credits. This is April saging. The Bachelor Mansion. Yeah, she saged it too heavy. It's too too much sage. <laughs> I think that might have been an edit, the fire alarm going off, but it was still funny. It was yeah. that's a good edit. I mean, you could see the smoke. I mean, I don't I think that was an edit. Very smoky. Okay, Andy, your A game. Who is your winner? Oh, no contest. No contest. Uh-huh. Not even a semblance of a contest. Have you forgotten who it is? Not even. T- the hint of the <laughs> essence of the odor of the potential afterthought of a contest. Okay. Who is it? <laughs> it's, of course, Ellen. Good. Very good. Yes. Good, yes. Good. No, Ellen gets the A game. Ellen laid it down. She told him she was falling in love with him. Everything was right. To me, you say it's rushed. I say right on the money. Rushed? Uh, I don't know. Okay. All I'm pointing out is that after the rose ceremony, we got Gary expressing a little bit of anxiety. He's like, I realized that, you know, we're a week, a week away from hometowns and blah, blah, blah. It's just all happening really fast. It feels fast. The, re- the abnormal bachelor is already fast. This just feels rushed to me. And it's a shame because it's the in-between moments I want. I'm not going to harp on it. I will drop it. All I'm saying is that I just don't think it's going to serve anyone here. All I can it- say is Ellen's performance inspired me to song therefore she gets the a game to song oh yes yes i forgot quickly we forget (laughs) immaculate performance i also have to point out one other thing a k and n from askin are all gone are all gone in one episode i never would have guessed that the s susan would be the one remaining oh yeah she was the weakest of the Askin. Wait, what is it? Askin. 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 Yeah, she was the one who I think we would have guessed had the least of like romantic anything with Gary, but it would seem that they have more of a rapport, even if it's not. I still don't buy that it's super romantic, but yeah. I just thought that was kind of funny. 
Yeah, she's the, the last surviving member of the Askin. Mm-hmm. Okay, Andy, Word Watch. There were zero dramas. I this cannot is, believe it. I mean, Mind in the blown. history of Word Watch, this is the most shocking event mm-hmm. ever. And how many correct guesses were there? Only 22. Wow. Very low number. Mm-hmm. If you got zero, you had almost a 5% chance of winning this prize. It's wow. very high. And our winner is the Sarah Backwards. Congratulations. You are the winner of $100 to spend at one of my all-time favorite Etsy shops, Furano Studio. My rings are from there. One of my necklaces is from there. Mm-hmm. Their stuff is super cute. You're bedazzled in Ferrano. Yes. You must email us by this Monday at midnight to claim your prize, the Sarah Backwards. The Sarah Backwards, by the way, is your YouTube handle in case... I don't know why we're telling the Sarah Backwards about her YouTube handle, but if anyone else is confused, that's a YouTube handle. Okay. And Andy, what is the word for next week? Husband. Ooh. I don't know if that'll come up or not. I don't, it may come up a lot. It may come up zero. Okay. So if you would like to join in the Shandy Word Watch Fund and have a chance to win a prize, you will guess. The number of times you predict the word husband will be uttered in episode five. You must do so by commenting either below this YouTube video or over on the Instagram post for this recap. You must use the numeral of the number of times you think it'll be uttered and you must do so by this Monday at midnight. And if you guess correctly, you will be entered in a draw and then one name will be plucked and that person will win. We have a new prize this week. It's an exciting prize. It is. It's a big prize. Yeah, I mean, because this is a product that we are low-key obsessed with. We both had it today. We every both day. had it the day before today. Mm-hmm. And every day previously uh, for A long months. time. <laughs> <laughs> so this giveaway is sponsored by AG1, which is foundational nutrition. You mix it with water in the morning, and it's delightful. It has 75 vitamins, minerals. It's whole body Health. Yeah, I don't even, I, I'm i OCD now. I never, ever, ever skip my AG1 in the morning. Yes, so you can win one 30-count travel pack and one AG1 pouch, which is a 30-day supply with the shaker scoop and canister. This is valued at $200. It's a very solid price. All right, Andy, finally, our predictions. Who do you have in your top spot? Oh, I can just say before we get going that our predictions are exactly the same. Oh, Yes. Okay. So let's go one, two, three mm, for first spot. Okay. One, two, three. Ellen. One. Second. One, two, three. Teresa. Teresa. Okay. Third place. One, two, three. Leslie. Leslie. Okay. And in fourth. One, two, three. Faith. Faith. (laughs) (laughs) I just like Sandra so much. Oh. Me too. I just don't think she's. I don't think she's going to make. We haven't had seen enough real like romantic quality time. There's been a lot of like cute, like friendly time. Yeah. But not enough romance. Yeah. And we've already seen a preview to suggest that Faith gets this one on one. It's the last one on one because there's only been one one on one per episode before hometowns. Oh, I don't calculate the previews in. I'm 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 more I have more integrity than that. Could I be perfectly honest? If if Faith didn't get the first impression row, she'd be out of my top four. I agree. I don't really see it that much. It feels a little forced. I agree. Um, it she just- needs to bust the guitar out again. She's got to get that, <laughs> that energy up. Anyway, it seems that they go on a helicopter ride based on the previews, but Ooh. I'm low integrity for putting so much stock in that, I guess. <laughs> okay, Andy, that is a wrap. Overall, I liked this stuff. I mean, I continue to like this show. Yeah. And I just, as a side note, I promise next week I'm going to have a haircut. <laughs> 
want to tell them. We've chosen the place. Yeah. Now it's just me getting him to go. Because I feel like you kind of get off on having long hair. Yeah, I feel like there comes a point where there's, you kind of want to keep going to see where it goes. You know, you've gone so far. Yeah. Like maybe I can go man bun. Mm. No, don't. No man bun. There will be an issue if yeah, you have there a man will be bun. A divorce. Okay. <laughs> if you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe. Oh, nothing against man buns. No, I man just, buns are great. I just for me, clearly not, not a good you. call. Okay, I just have to add that disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, it's for me. <laughs> if you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you, and that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Leave us Apple and Spotify podcast ratings and reviews. Tell your friends and generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. And I have fallen out of the habit of saying that at the top of the episode and I'm going to begin doing that again. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye. Dear Shandy. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.